are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor. Welcome to the Freeform Rock Podcast. Today we're going away from reviewing albums. We're going to do the top 10 bands that we think should have been bigger. Lee has five and I got five. What's up, Lee? Hi, I've got five fingers on one hand. <laughs> and I have the groups on my fingernails, I think. Oh, I hope they don't scratch me. How are you doing, Mark? I'm doing uh, not bad. I'm doing great, but we got we got something to discuss before we get through with this. You know, ah, um, I haven't you, signed you. You got to, something too disgusting. Yeah, I haven't disgusting. signed you. I haven't signed you to a contract. You've been working oh, for free. Shit. You know what's going on? You know, are you gonna quit? Well, are you gonna like ask oh, ask man, for a damn, ask for a retainer? Um, I the only reason why I mentioned that was because I was with my mannequin girlfriend named Deborah. I have two. I have Deborah and Bonnie, and I have to only use one or the other because one gets jealous when I lift her up, and the other one gets ah yeah yeah yeah. But but I mean you know hey you you email me during the time I was going to tongue that bitch. Oh, oh, I, I mean that, 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 that wonderful woman. That wonderful woman. And so I was like, damn, what kind of contract are you talking about? You know, Bonnie was saying, I mean, I'm sorry, Bonnie. I'm talking about, I'm sorry, Deborah. I'm talking about Deborah. What kind of contract are you contracting my boobs? And I'm like, yes, that's what he's, you know, he's um, talking about contracting boobs. He got a boob tightener, and she slapped my face, and so that's why I got angry at you. But, <laughs> but then I put her in the closet, and then I was fine again, so we don't have to worry right now. Oh, so we don't have to make that contract, and I don't have to pay you a guaranteed retainer to keep coming on the podcast. We, we, we don't have to have that contact like we thought, where I come to you and I hug you in contact. We don't have to have that. <laughs> oh, everybody needs a hug, though. Oh, okay. Well, if I were to see you, a hug. Okay, that kind of contact. But otherwise, we're all good. All right, man. Cool. Because I don't have money. You're too expensive for a retainer, man. I'd have to, I, like... Supply your bottles of vodka every week. Damn. I, I, I only drink 20 a fucking day, and they're only $40 for a fucking day of vodka. Damn, that's not much. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot you drink the cheap shit. Yeah, that's why I have to drink 40. That's why I've been drinking Canadian whiskey. I can't afford the fucking American whiskey. Fuckers. You can only get a one six dollar bottle of vodka you can't get four hundred dollars of 20 cent vodka like i oh shit ah uh, that's funny all right man yeah. so we're gonna do the 10 bands volume one because we might have a volume two in the near future so the, hmm. the bands i picked the five bands i picked are bands that had like a huge hit and then nobody cared well one of them didn't really have a huge hit, but four of four of the five had a huge hit. Number one hit on the charts, but then they yeah. just 
started like nobody was talking about them anymore. But they're still touring. They're still doing club shows. They're opening for they're opening acts for other bands. They do their own club shows and they do very well at those. But they don't really headline anymore. They're not like one of those bands that headline. I would have picked Cheap Trick for this, but they are in the Hall of Fame, so they're kind of recognized. These bands are not in the Hall oh. of Fame. I don't think they will ever get in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but who gives a shit anyways about that? So mm. I'm going to go with your band first, Lee. What is your first band that should have oh, been bigger? My first band is a group that, if you're a smart kind of hip guy who was into progressive rock in the 70s, you would have considered this to be a great underground band. It's Glass Harp and the singer Phil, well, one of the guys, the guitarist Phil Kagi, he's like up there with Hendrix and Page and Iommi and Clapton and all those guys. He's a great guitarist. And he's still around, and once in a while the group still does a reunion on occasion, and they're still good. And this song, though, uh, is not a song by Phil Kagi. It's a song by the bassist Daniel Peccio. But it's a hot song, and I thought it would be a good song to started off it's from their i think their second album called synergy it's called never is a long time all right i heard it and i thought it was a cool track man all the songs yeah. he picked for for like 1969 to in the 70s it was like he went really old school on this one well duh i went you basically know me. i went basically 80s 90s but you, you, you're like, like the difference between grandpa and great, 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 great grandson. Thanks a fucking lot. <laughs> hey, I liked your song. I liked your songs. I had no problem with anyone. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, you, you could have picked something a little older. I could have, but I grew you up. Could have picked. I grew your, up with music your, your, your in the late pop. '70s and early. You could have picked your papa's music. Well, shit, I don't know, but I, the thing is, I don't know if these bands should have been bigger because I didn't grow up with these. You did. See, there's Actually, I heard this group when I was about, like, in my um, early 20s. So I, I didn't actually grow up with it. Well, what but, are these bands I didn't hear until the singer was in another group? But we'll get to that when I get to that song. That's cool, but by me, it's like, but the good thing... And I'm kidding with you because the good thing is, we we um, I'm I'm proud to talk about the groups that I heard that I thought you know, if only other people got to hear something. So this is our opportunity to show to other people what we think would be good if we wanted to show them that. So I I, I thank you for this this episode so i apologize to you you're not my grandson you're my you're my um older brother who i know more i'm no i'm kidding it's okay. <laughs> all right well let's get into this track this is glass harp never is a long time on the freeform rock podcast Thank you. 
Okay, that was Glass Harp. Now I'm going to get into my fifth band that I picked. I'm going in order to number one for me. I'm going to pick Night Ranger. And this band means a lot to me. I've been into this band since their first album, um, Dawn Patrol. I love this band so much. Don't tell me you love me. The, the two singers, the Kelly Keegy and Jack Blades. Just the rhythm and the riffs this band makes. They had a number one hit off the Midnight Madness album called Sister Christian. But after that, they just faded. You know, they had albums after that, uh, Big Life and, and albums after albums. But they're, they should have been bigger because I don't think they've ever made a bad album in my mind. They are so fucking good. And I don't understand why they're opening acts. They're an opening act. They should be headlining shows. In Japan, I know they headline. But in America... Fuck, they're like the opening act or they play club shows. You know, this band is so good. Such good songwriting. Such good musicianship. This band should have been bigger. This band should have been bigger than all those bands in the 80s that are freaking doing stadiums. Fucking, I'll even go as far as saying Guns N' Roses. This band is way better than Guns N' Roses, in my opinion. And uh, I, you heard the song, so what do you think about it? Oh, well, well before, before I talk about the song, I will say... Um, I might get a lot of shit for this, but Brad Gillis, I think he's a more hot and influential guitar player than Randy Rhodes. I have to say that. Um, I, I know I might get shit for it, but he is fucking good. I thought that Randy Rhodes was, um, okay, but not as good. But this was, um, all right. I would say it would have to be on a really, really great sound system if I cranked it up real loud, but no, I I dug this song. This song was all right. Well, this this is a song I picked. I picked Lay It On Me from, uh, from one of their later albums because it encompasses everything I love about the band. It's got Kelly Kiki singing. It's got Jack Blade singing. I could have been When You Close Your Eyes, You Dream About Me, but... This song is, has more riffage and more guitar solos and just it just pounds and it has so the melodies, the vocal melodies, the guitar melodies are just so on freaking so awesome. I just wanted you guys to hear this. So this is Night Ranger laid on me on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
Okay, that was Night Ranger laid on me. So what's your next group, Lee? Oh, my next group would be um, a group called Fever Tree. And they had a hit back um, then called San Francisco Girls, which is okay, but they 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 did some songs that were um, a bit better. They had a song called Man Who Paints the Pictures off their first album, but uh, then on their second album, they did a second version of it called Man Who Paints the Pictures Part 2, and that is intense and cool. It's not actually Part 2. They call it Part 2, but in the liner notes to the album, they say it's just a new interpretation of the song. But I'm thinking it's like putting like an old car that needs remodeling and putting new everything in it and making it hot. This is... Um, if you've never heard Fever Tree, there were a psychedelic group from Texas, which is kind of weird to think. Who would think there was a psychedelic group from Texas, but there were a few, and Fever Tree was one of them, so this is from their second album. It's called Man Who Paints the Pictures Part 2. Okay, so I, I heard the song and I thought it was pretty cool. And One of these bands I can't remember sounded like Cream, sounded like Jack Bruce on vocals. Was this the band? Um, was one of the other bands. I think it was one of the other bands. We'll, we'll this, have to see. But, this this, but, is, a, this yeah. is a pretty cool song, man. You, you're picking groups that I never heard of, and I respect your your choices. Oh. And I like how you show me music. You open my mind to newer music. Well, older music. You know, I like listening to newer music, too. It's just so hard to find. Oh, you got to yeah. go on YouTube and put in what you like, and then you'll find newer bands, you know, like Rival Sons and Greta Van Fleet. Oh, yeah. Crobot. You know, there's some good bands out there, but people just need to look for them. So this oh, is okay. Fever Tree with the man who paints the pictures on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
Fever Tree with the man who paints the pictures. Now I'm going to get to my fourth band that should have been bigger, which is Armored Saint. Armored Saint. This band I did not get into, into I'm going to tell you guys the truth, until I heard John Bush go to Anthrox with the sound of white noise. And I was playing this album for my friend Danny at the time. And he goes, you've never heard Can You Deliver? You haven't heard Armored Saint? And I go, no, who the fuck are they? So he gave me some freaking uh -huh. CDs. And I go, oh my god, this band fucking kicks ass. And I've been a fan of Armored Saint ever since. And I love John Bush in Anthrax, but he is way better in Armored Saint. Oh my god, this man has the voice. This guy's voice is one of the best voices of all time. Fuck Steve Perry. Fuck all these other singers. This guy has a fucking man's voice. I love Steve Perry, guys. I love everything, but ah, John Bush, man. And the song I picked from was from their last album, from Win's, Win Hands Down. It's a song called Muscle Memory because it shows you what his voice is. He could go low, he could go high, he could go gritty. And this is, happens to be my favorite song off that album. I just love it how he tells the people in the song. He says... Bring me high, bring me low. I want to, you know, freaking. Oh my God, this song is just so great. This band is so good. You know, it just kicks ass. Joey Vera, what a great bass player. What a great songwriter with John Bush. Man, this band should have been way bigger than they were. And I've heard other podcasts about this band and how they say the same thing. They don't know what happened. Why they? Why didn't they make it? Why did other bands supersede them? Maybe because Armored Saint didn't have drugs and alcohol problems and they weren't in the news all the time. I don't know, but this band is from East L.A. They fucking kick ass and everybody should know who Armored Saint is. Go get their whole collection. They will not disappoint. If you heard John Bush with Anthrax, you will love Armored Saint better than the Anthrax. And you heard the song, Lise. What did you think of it? Oh, yeah. Well, first, when you mentioned that he was better than Steve Perry... I want to interrupt you and say you got my total approval and I'm sorry for everything that I said about you. And then you mentioned that you actually liked Steve Perry and I thought that I would say, okay, I take it back. But I do like the album Street Talk. So Should I'm a bitch gone. too. Okay. So, so, but no, I like that. Thank you. Thank you. I love but that anyway, song. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm, I'm starting to get no, I'm not going to tell you how I'm feeling. But anyway, um, but but I I thought that was cool um, um, that that you like. Well, that I like street talk. But anyway, Armored Saint. Um, yeah, when when I heard that you didn't know, can you deliver or March of the Saint or any of that stuff? I was like, um, ooh, okay. I know but, it now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, just like there's there's stuff that I hadn't heard before that when I heard it, like 
with me, it was Thin Lizzy. I, I, I finally got a chance to hear all of Thin Lizzy just because I wanted to do it. And most people, like, you hadn't heard this. So, you know, it's, it's all good. But this song was all right. I would say that it has a little bit of an electronic edge to it that in the beginning kind of made me a little bit like thinking, oh, what's going to happen? But... But no, it's it's um it's still Armored Saint. It's still a good song. It's just that it wouldn't be the one that I went to usually if I were to get and want to hear one of those songs. But for a song that probably is a little more obscure that that people don't know, I think it's okay. Yeah, well, this is the, this is the band, and and this band rules. You should listen to the. I bet you would like the title track, "Wind Hands Down," better. Um, oh, that's a I, great song. I'll you, listen. Should, you should check I'll that listen. one out. But there's not a bad Armored Saint album. They oh. rule, and I, I would love to see them in concert. I need to get tickets to them one day, and oh, they yeah. just rule. So here's "Muscle Memory" by Armored Saint on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
fly Do much more than I need to get by People lift me up Don't let me drop Or at least have a never That was Muscle Memory by Armored Saint on the Freeform Rock Podcast. So what's your fourth band, Lee? Um, or my third. Your third band, yeah. My bad. Yeah, um, <laughs> but, 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 but third or fourth, it don't matter. I could do a song like that, like, You got me poking with my finger, third or fourth, it doesn't really matter. Oops. But anyway, um, Aorta. That was a group that... Their album. I'll I'll tell you a little history, just a tiny history about them. They were originally called, I think, the Exceptions, and Peter Cetera, who later was in Chicago, was in that group, and they had, you know, top, like, they would play top forty songs, and they were going to be performing before a Jimi Hendrix concert like as his opening act but then Jimi Hendrix died and that was during the last days of the group The Exceptions but then this record producer heard like a demo tape or something that they did of their own stuff and gave them a um, like they, they, they gave him a contract for Columbia Records. And then at that time, Peter Cetera left the band, and he went into Chicago. And so he got kind of well-known. And the group Aorta, they did an album where the whole album is about this guy who has, like, this heart attack and is freaking out and going through, you know, surgery. And, 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 and there's all sorts of weird noises, like you going, uh, 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 and sirens. And it's kind of a freaky album. You kind of don't want to hear it if you're not um, a guy who's kind of, you know, um, into intense stuff. But this is a great song, and it's called Heart Attack. And they, and, and, and I think this, this, 
this is pretty kick-ass rock. Yeah, I thought it was pretty kick-ass. I like the track. I don't really know much about them, but it was a cool yeah. track to listen to. So here is Aorta Heart Attack from 1969, Lee's pick on the Freeform Rock Podcast. disagrees on the track I picked by them but he he does like them somewhat. I'm going to pick Mr. Big. They had a huge number one hit off the Lean In Into It album called To Be With You which was an acoustic little ditty but the rest of the album fucking rocked. Oh my gosh. This band can kick ass with the best of freaking Paul Gilbert on guitar Billy Sheen on bass the late Pat Torpy on drums. Uh, missed that guy already, man. And then freaking Eric Martin on vocals. This group just lays it down. They could freaking do the sleaze rock, the freaking lovey-dovey love songs. They could freaking do the hard freaking shredder shit. This band just kicks major ass. And freaking after Lean Into It, they really... Nobody 
forgot about them, man. But they kept making records. They even lost Paul Gilbert for a while, and they got in the guy um, from te from um, uh, I can't remember his name, but they got in another guitar player, and they still make good albums with him. But fuck, this band has been making albums. The last four albums have just kicked ass with the original mm -hmm. lineup. I just love them. I miss Pat Torpy. They had Matt Starr come in and play on the last album, which we reviewed. Uh, mm. Leak somewhat liked the album. Uh, mm. I love this band. I think they should have been bigger. They fill up arenas in Japan, you know? They freaking rock, but in, in America, they open or they do club. Actually, they don't open for anybody. They just do club dates, small clubs. But I need to see this band. I hope they don't retire because Torpy died. I hope they keep Matt Starr. He's a great drummer. And I love this band. And uh, what did you think about the song I picked, though? Uh, this is interesting. I don't hate it. I will say it's it was an all right song. I would say that overall, some of the songs that Mr. Big does I like better than others. This would have to be more on the five or six um, out of ten scale. It was decent, but I, I, I did kind of think that it was more for if you want to invite your family over to a family reunion and you want to show them your hip so you play them a cool rock song, but you don't want to get really intense. You don't want to play them Megadeth or Metallica. You just want to play them something like heavy light, like Bud Light, so you play them Mr. Big, I Won't Get In Your Way, so if my grandma was coming over, I'd, I'd play it for her and I'd be happy. Well, this song has plenty of riffage, plenty of great bass playing by Billy Sheehan, great vocals. Uh, did you read the lyrics, Lee? This uh, is pretty intense lyrics. I didn't read them, I heard them, I didn't, I, they didn't stick out for me, so for me, I guess they weren't that intense, but I'll take your word for it, because well, in for the, you... I, I gotta read you the lyrics here. In the, you, in the, you, you, have, you, you have a way of, of being very, 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 like, scientifically, like, like, uh, honey, I shrunk the kids, honey, I found out what the lyrics mean. Kind uh, of it's like, it's so, like, I don't, go on. I don't know why this song kind of hits me hard, because... I get in my way a lot of times, you know, and he's saying I won't get in my way. I get in my way of doing things that I, I mess myself up. It's like, I like how he says, he says, Viva Lestrange, take a bite of Eden's apple against the grain and away from the madness, madness. And he goes, I don't want to burn the life of my candle waiting around for a better day. I'll take a chance on fate's middle finger and be someone I've never been. Don't want to be another pretender. Not going to smile to save my face. I want to leave the thieves in the temple and go somewhere out of this place. I won't get in my way. I won't get in my way. I won't get in my way this time. It's like... Damn it. That's like... Yeah, yeah. Put it in my face, why don't you? The fact that I don't do that, that I always get in my way. Thank you. Yeah, but I like how he says, I'll take a chance on fate's middle finger. Yeah. And be yeah, someone I'm, I've never yeah, been. What I'm saying is he does it and I don't. I'm a fuck up. So he's saying I'm a fuck up. So I'm 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 gonna I'm I'm kind of no no actually uh, no no 
It's a good song. Okay. It's just it's smiles, just, smiles all around. It's just huggy, the, huggy, it's just it's so, the frog. It's so yeah, yeah. it's so melodic. You don't you don't under the lyrics don't hit you because it's so melodic until you take the time That's, to listen. Yeah. to Yeah, I mean, I mean, you you okay? Yeah, you got the lyrics and I didn't. I'm I'm Mister Rubberman Booby Booby, but but no, you 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 described it and they're good. I just don't like. I love how he says, "I don't want to burn the life of my candle waiting around for a better day," and he'll take a chance on fate's middle finger and be someone he's never been. And it's like, fuck, I want to do that shit. You know, I want to fucking get out there and fucking rule and do shit and 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 yeah. not go with the norm and be different. That's what he's saying in his lyrics. Well, then listen to the songs that I give you. I fuck. do listen to your songs. Damn it. Okay, I'm. I'm just. I. I. I I'm All right. drunk. So. So that that wasn't me. That was my puppet talking. Hello, my name is Norman. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into this song. Here's Mr. Big. I won't get in my way. Follow the change Am I part of your plan To stay the same I'm not that man I've worn out my shoes On sacred ground My point of view Is not face down Like I see you
that was Mr. Big. I won't get in my way. So what's your second group, Lee? Um, second or fourth or whatever the... I mean, you're going backwards. I'm going forward. Well, I just did so my like, third. Well, then you're, you're up to your second, say, right? Let's just say the next song. Because I, I, I'm not good at the number. Okay. Like, okay. are you number two or are you number ten? Okay, are you I three know, or two? You I don't know where you're at. Or are you number sixty? I'm kidding. <laughs> but but anyway, um, Wishbone Ash. They were a group that um, they were produced. Well, not produced, but they were managed by Stuart Copeland's brother Miles Copeland, who was. Well, you, if, if, if you don't know who Stuart Copeland is, you don't know the police. I know who but, Stuart Copeland is. Yeah, yeah. We but will yeah. do a police review one day. Um, yeah. And and so they had... Um, the reason I picked them is because of all the groups that I picked, this group had at least a little bit of fame. They had fame a little bit when Korean Magazine said that one of their albums was very boring. And um, and, and that's not a good thing to say if you want people to hear the song. Fuck me. But the, the thing is that um, they they've been around a long time. They still do gigs. Um, with only one member of the group still active, and they have another version of the group with another member active, and they don't want to get together. But um, this was a song from their fourth album, and it was called Four. And I, I like it. I think it's a really, really hot song. And it's called So Many Things to Say. So, yeah, I heard this, and I think you picked them before as a track of the week. They're pretty damn good. I like them. Oh, yeah. It's a good song. Really kicks ass, rocking. Man, I, I wish I could have picked another song then. Do we have time now? Forget it. Yeah. We might as well just do this. Yeah, this and is. And hopefully a... someone doesn't listen to the other episode or whatever. They don't remember. Well, this is a. This is a. This is a music-heavy episode, so I hope everybody's enjoying this right now. So here's yeah. Wishbone Ash, so many things to say on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
That was Wishbone Ash, so many things to say. That was Flea's group now. I'm going to get to my number two group. My number two is a group that I listen to and I love. I love everything they've done. They haven't done a bad album yet, just like all the other groups I picked. And I'm picking Extreme, which had a number one hit off the Porno Graffiti album called More Than Words. If you don't know that song, you've been living in a cave. Uh, it was an acoustic love song, just like all these other bands who had acoustic songs that, uh, or love songs that made them big, but they, nobody ever took the time to listen to the rest of the fucking album. They are more than more than words. They had songs, Susie Wants My All Day What, which it goes, Susie Wants Her All Day Soccer. And then they go, Susie Wants Her All Day What? Really sexually charged songs, really great funk, rock, metal, mixed up before the fucking Chili Peppers. Well, before I heard the Chili Peppers. I love freaking Extreme, and they do it better than the Chili Peppers, even though I love the Chili Peppers. Because Nuno Bittencourt can fucking play that guitar intensely. Just as good as Eddie Van Halen. But they get lumped into the fucking power ballad shit, which pisses me off. They had an album, their last album, which are making a new album right now, was Saudi's The Rock. And off that album, I picked a song that I fucking love, which is true. If I knew back then what I know right now, you know I'd be the king of the ladies. And freaking... Gary Sharon got shit because he was in Van Halen and they didn't work out the fucking songs, but this guy could fucking sing. Fucking guys, Extreme can rock. They could go soft. They could go hard. They could go funk. This band is so fucking talented. They should have had more hits and should have been bigger. Now, what do you think of this track I picked? Um, I love Extreme. I don't love this song, but the guitar solo is totally awesome, and I eventually got to where I'm like, you know, this is a good song, but you have to hear the whole thing. But, like, sometimes they do stuff that's like, we're kind of fooling you. We're not going to be showing you totally what we do until you hear the whole thing. And this is one of those songs. So, uh, they, they had songs in the past that I didn't love, but overall, I like their versatility. But I like Nino Betancourt a little bit better than Eddie Van Halen sometimes. And I think that if he ever did a solo concert somewhere, and it was not too expensive, I would listen to him. But yeah, this this was an alright song. Dude, he is so underrated at a guitar place, it just makes me cry. I love Eddie Van Halen is my number one guitar player of all time, but he is up there in my top five, and he needs love. And Gary Sharon can fucking sing the phone book like freaking Robin Zander of Cheap Trick. These guys have freaking voices that could do any range, soft, low, hard, screaming. Fuck, this band is so good, and I'm so pissed off that people make fun of them because of more than words. It's a great song, man. A fucking porno graffiti song. Fucking King of the Ladies. Freaking Star. Freaking uh, 
uh, what's that song? Freaking the first album. Fucking dude, this band just kicks ass. They're such great musicians, and they don't get the love they should. So here is King of the Ladies from Extreme on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Hey! 
That was King of the Ladies by Tess uh, by uh, Extreme. What is your next group? Okay, my next group is a group that if you even ask me information about them, I'll say I have no fucking idea. <laughs> um, um, that's how obscure they are. Except I know that they did one album, and my fucking god, if you can ever find it, good for you. It's a group called Finn McCool, and I think that they might have been a group from L.A. I'm not, sh- I'm not sure, but I think that they were kind of doing something, and then they had this album out, and then for some reason the um, publicity didn't come through, and then they got, you know, out of the loop, but. Not all of the songs off of the Finn McCool album are great, but the songs that are really great are like, ha-ha, we're showing you that we're really great. And so I thought, um, if, if a group, as far as I'm concerned, if they had had their publicity and their sales up, they could have been a contender. It's just that at that time, there were a lot of groups that were like maybe in the same category. You guys are good, but do we really want to promote you well? And so this became one of the very many groups that were like one album groups that became obscure but since they didn't do any other albums this is from their only album and it's a song called great change coming on so here uh, they're pretty cool i like them they only did one album um yeah all right so here's flynn mccool with great change coming on from 1970 on the freeform rock podcast Wait, wait, wait. 
This is that was Flynn McCool with Great Change Coming. And now we get to my number one band that should have been bigger. Tesla. Now Tesla. Freaking first album came out. Freaking Mechanical Resonance. Kicked fucking ass. Second album, Great Radio Controversy came out. Kicked fucking ass. Third album, Psychotic Supper. Kicked fucking ass. Fucking, this band has not released a bad album, in my opinion. They should have been bigger than Guns and Fucking Roses. They should have fucking ruled fucking the music world better than Guns and Roses. I don't know why they didn't. Their music and songs were a lot better. Maybe because Axel was a huge personality. Maybe they were on drugs. Slash was fucking, fucking Slash is not, is a great guitar player. But fucking Frank Hannon kicks his ass. Fucking and act, fucking Jeff Keith sings better than Axl Rose. This band is fucking hard rock. Freaking no hearts bald American rock and roll. They are my second favorite band behind Rush, and they could do no wrong. And why don't you like them, Lee? Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. I was going to say this song didn't really do it for me. <laughs> Fuck. I I did like Morning and Cowboy. I thought that was an alright song. I like a few of them, but uh, I was going to say the reason why they didn't get any bigger was because most of their other friends were not called Mark Alden Taylor. But <laughs> um, but but it's like um, no, Jeff Keith Jeff Keith is a maybe a better singer than Axl Rose, but and this this song is just, oh my god, I, I actually like Aerosmith's Toys in the Attic better, and that's an album that I would never say that about, otherwise. You know, I I don't like Toys in the Attic, but I like it better than this, but eh, just this just seemed typical crap, but uh, but one thing I will say is if you're wondering if they should have gotten bigger, I would say since there were other groups who were as crappy as them who did get bigger, of course they should have gotten bigger if they were a part of that group of people. They should have been as big as Poison because they sounded just like them. Or they, they should have been, been a hell of a lot as, bigger um, than Poison. I, 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 no, no. Um, and then they, 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 they should have been as big as Bon Jovi, um, um, e e e even though, well, I, I, I can't even say now that I like Bon Jovi less. I'm, I'm, you're hurting me here, buddy. <laughs> but, but, no, um, I would say at, uh, I have no idea. All I know is that the it's like chewing gum, and after a year of chewing the same piece of gum over and over and over and over again, it loses its flavor. And this group lost its flavor for me over time. But originally, I did like some songs off of the radio controversy, but I... Overall, no. I, I, I actually think that Guns N' Roses' Appetite for Destruction is a better album. And, and, and that's something that pains me to say. But I'll shut up. 
Yeah, but Un- Guns N' Roses' Appetite for Destruction was their best album. Uh, Tesla kept coming out, coming out, coming out with great music. What did Guns no. N' Roses do? Chinese Democracy? Come on, man. Fucking what Tesla released during Chinese Democracy Hour it was uh, frickin' two great albums. Fucking uh, ah, Into I, the I, Now say that. and Forevermore. Fucking kicked fucking Chinese democracy's ass in the ass. I'm gonna have to listen to it, but but you you're not convincing me. But I'll, I'll shut up. Fuck, they they outdid Guns N' Roses, but Guns N' Roses were fucking personalities. No. That's why they were bigger. No, no, um, um oh god, um, something has to be bigger. If I were to pump Tesla's stomach so that they became 400-pound biggies, then they might have been bigger. But, I mean, musically, I didn't think it. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm going to shut up. I'm sorry. It's you okay. Liked it. you, you, I you love liked it. No, Tesla. Actually, we agree on everything, and I apologize. You know, no, um, no, they're, no. They're a really good, they're a really good group. Right <laughs> All on, right. That's well, a let's, good pick. Well, the song I picked, Mama's Fool, was off Busted Nut album. I, a, I don't like it. I think it's stupid. No, no, it's a great song. Right on. Bust a nut because it shows their acoustic prowess and then it shows their hard riffage and freaking Jeff Keith's range. Fucking Frank Hannon, Tommy Skeenich, Brian Wheat, freaking Troy Licata, fucking tight ass band. I love them even with Tommy Skeenich gone. I love Dave Root as his replacement. Frank Hannon is a master at the guitar and I don't care what anybody says. He's better than Slash, even though I love Slash. Fucking Frank Hannon rules. So here's Mama's Fool on the re- on the Freeform Rock Podcast by the Almighty Tesla.
That was Mama's Fool by Tesla. So what's your number one band, Lee? Um, I thought I already gave you my number one band. I thought you had one more. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Um, I'm looking right now. Give, give me one. You had fever. Huh? You had fever. Oh. Oh, wait, no, we already did wait, that one. Wait. Oh, oh, you did. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you already okay. gave me the number yeah, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. You did yours first. Oh. Which, wait, wait, no, actually, I like, no, wait. You did my, wait. Um, We're confused, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I could give you my. Um, let's see. I'm looking at your taxes here. <laughs> let's see. We missed yeah. one. We're no, kind no, of you, we're you, kind you, of a little you, buzzing right now, guys. Hang with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not. Yeah, pro- you did, we're not professional. You did here. mine first. Yeah, I, I would have preferred first. you to do yours first. But yeah, and then you would have ended it. So that was the end of the show. <laughs> we did. We ended it with Tesla, Mama's Fool. Yeah. Now we're gonna get into our tracks of the week. Yes, we're still gonna play tracks of the week. What is your track of the week, Lee? All right. Um, here's here's the thing. Do you want me to give you um, a track that I had picked? Well, um, I already got what today? you picked. I downloaded it already. It's ready to go. All right. We might as well do that instead of because I also gave you some um, earlier that would probably suck to you, um, um, but. But no. Yeah, he gave me how much is that no, dog no, in the window? No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the Gerard McMahon tune. No, you gave me H.P. Lovecraft. No, I'm Drifter. talking about before, before H.P. When I gave you, I, I gave you a, a a sixth song as a kind of a, you know, oh. like a, a just just as a just just to give you something. But that's not what I give you today. Today I gave you H.P. Lovecraft. I. <laughs> I gave you Patty Page only. Well, she looked really sexy on an album cover that I liked. Okay, but I mean, I I wouldn't listen to her music, but I'd stare at her on stage. But no, <laughs> um, the the whole thing is. Did she have her shirt um, tucked in? Yes. Okay. It's a fucking awesome, sexy picture that if I were to try and take out the shirt, it would say "fuck you, asshole." I'm suing you for pulling on me. It's yeah. that tight. It's fucking awesome. But uh, here I am talking sexy about Patty Page. I have something wrong with me, I guess. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but anyway, um, this, this is a group that when I think about the different groups that I could have picked, and <laughs> believe me, with every song that I picked, there were about three or four that I could have changed. And I decided, okay, since we're doing a pick of the week, I'll add one of the ones that I would have picked. And it's by a group called HP Lovecraft. And weirdly enough, well, HP Lovecraft was the horror writer, okay? If, if, if you know who he was. And um, his um, agent... Um, before he died, a friend of mine who's a writer, who was a science fiction writer, um, gave him one of my, you know, novels, and the guy was, like, totally freaked out by it. And this was the guy who was the agent for H.P. Lovecraft, 
it would be like saying Sid Barrett was not as crazy as me in concert. You know what I mean? Well, maybe you don't know what I mean. H.P. Lovecraft, well, Lovecraft was a horror writer. But, but anyway, not that I heard his music, um, not that I heard his song, um, not that I read his stories, but then there was a group called H.P. Lovecraft. And they were around in the 60s for a while. And they did a couple albums. And then a couple of the members left the group and then they did a few more albums. And But this is from their first album. And it's a pretty cool song. It's called The Drifter. Cool. And I picked one of a, the, a newer band called Rival Sons. And I picked Electric Man. Fuck huh. this band rules, and we have to do a podcast on them one day and review one of their records. I oh, love right this on. band. They're retro sounding, but they have their own sound. Fucking kicks ass. So, next week, it's my turn, because this week was just a episode that we just put together half and yeah. half. So next week, I'm going to pick Pat Benatar, Crimes of Passion. Because we've been a sausage fest for a while. We need to get some uh, estrogen in oh, here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we need to start picking some female bands and singers. So we're going to yeah, do... Yeah, and, and it's been a long time since I heard that album, so it would be like the first time I, I, I remember listening to it, but I don't remember what I thought. Cool. So we're going to do Pat Benatar, Crimes of Passion. We're going to play you out with H.P. Lovecraft, The Drifter, and Rival Sons, Electric Man. Till next week. Later, Lee. Take care. All right. Take it sleazy and and make sure the shirts are tucked in. Yeah. All right. Bye. I sat in the shade of your old apple orchard. I watched your big trucks rolling by now. in July now I'm a drifter I'm a loner I've seen every city in town city in town now I pass by him and I'll die him some stranger will lower me down yeah
ship sailing out of your harbors I swap dirty jokes with your butchers and barbers I think silent thoughts while the jukebox is playing And all of the time my own heart is saying City in town now. You pass by him and you'll die him. Some stranger will lower you down.
Now let's get into the promos. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I wanna rock. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. You gotta fight for your right. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. We've got Bush. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. That's right, bangers. Cold beer, hot women, loud music, and copious amounts of hairspray and spandex every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern. The Big Bushy Power Hour is the biggest party on that metal station.com. Ear Peeler, the podcasting and interview news site to keep up with your favorite bands or artists and the podcasts or interviews where they appear. Go to earpeeler.com to find out what we're all about. You haven't listened to Mars Attacks podcast? What are you waiting for, man? Host Victor M. Ruiz brings you all types of hard rock and metal-based podcasts. You'll find everything from music-based episodes, interviews, to series such as ultra-sexy classic album series, where some of your favorite musicians, producers, journalists, and show hosts comments on the albums that push the evolutionary chains of hard rock and metal. Get with it and go to MarsAttacksRadio.com to find out more. Punch it! Get blasted! From New York. Hey, 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 hey! What up, bangers? From North Carolina. Skitter pal, meow meow. This is Bushy. And the mountain. Tune in every week for your listening pleasure only on the plug with Bushy and the mountain man. You can find us on Podbean and iTunes. Thank you very much. Rock and Rollers, if you want a podcast that kicks a lot of ass, make sure you check out the Terrence Reardon and Friends audiovisual podcast on YouTube. Every week, yours truly looks at a different classic rock or metal album that had a major impact on my life and also in the history of rock and roll in general. And I'm usually joined by a friend or two, and I cover everything from ACDC and the Eagles, to Pink Floyd, to Rush, to The Who, and everything in between. But there is no country music, no Tim McGraw, no Garth fucking Brooks, no rap, no Wu-Tang Clan, no fucking Jay-Z on the show, because that shit is frowned upon with this rock and roll. So if you want a kick-ass rock and roll podcast, Check out the Terrence Reardon and Friends Audiovisual Podcast. New episodes up every Tuesday exclusively on YouTube. Hey, this is Lee Gerstman. And if you like to hear some stuff that's like, you don't know what it's going to be. And even if it's stuff that I don't even know what it's going to be. Check me out on what I call the Lee Gerstman Show. And... It's just me doing reviews or me doing horsing around or whatever I'm doing. Check it out, please. You have just listened to the Freeform Rock Podcast. All music played on the Freeform Rock Podcast belongs to its owner. If you like it, go out and buy it. 
Get your music on Amazon, iTunes, or at your local record store. Support what you love. Support the artist by seeing them live. Purchase their music. The Freeform Rock Podcast is not affiliated with any of the artists or music that we play. Thank you for listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay free and rock on.